And currently, we have 35 degrees in Athmatic, 36 in Salem, 33 in Roanoke, 34 in Bedford, 35 in Lynchburg. In New York, you have no choice. This, I mean, they're on the subway, you're just, you ride the subway, you're next to every, the subway is a mental institution. It is. I mean, it takes people places, but that is its secondary purpose. It is. <laughs> I was on the subway one day and this lady just walked on the subway. She started singing. All I want for Christmas is a fish sandwich. All I want for Christmas is a fish sandwich. All I want for Christmas is a fish sandwich. All I was like, come on lady, we're in public here. Guess what song has been stuck in my head for the last two years? I can't get rid of it. That woman should not be homeless. She's a hit maker, okay? She, she may be one of the greatest lyricists of our time. I've heard 11 Taylor Swift songs. I don't know the words. I know all the words to Fish Sandwich. And, and guess what? Nobody's wondering what to get her for Christmas. You know that one woman that rides a train, I want to get her a gift, but I just, a dude, she wants a fish sandwich. You gotta listen to the lyrics. You're getting caught up in the beat, man. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> yes, but then the question comes, where does one go to get the fish sandwich? Well, I don't know. Is she still going to be on the subway I mean, when you get back? filet of fish is that even really fish? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is. I, Technically. It's questionable. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit questionable. I used to buy I used to buy my kids fish sticks yeah, when they yeah. were little because yeah, it was easy for those. them to handle. Sure. And uh, but I only started getting them after you could actually get an actual fillet. Oh yeah, yeah. and not like minced. I don't even know what that it was that whatever. we grew up on. Oh, minced meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was minced something. I don't I don't know. It's crazy. Um, guys, thank you very much for the kind text. Uh, I'm fine. I, I did hit a deer of, of changing my name to Janet, a.k.a. Deer Slayer Rose. <laughs> now, uh, I've never I've never killed a deer before. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a first. Yeah. Don't want to do it again. Sure. Uh, but no, everything's fine. But they are definitely on the move this morning. So do. And, and if I've been going fast, I don't. Yeah, you don't. I don't know, know how that would have gone down because nothing deployed or anything like that. Right. So that was a, sure. a good thing. But man. Did was the steam rolling? Yeah, out well, of Phoebe. You smelt you smelt the old uh, antifreeze there, mm. coming out of the car. Mm. Yeah, uh, Dale is calling me a Grinch because I don't love the Grinch. Mm. Oh, I love the Grinch movie, the little cartoon. I mm-hmm. love that one. I didn't see the movie. You don't care to see the movie. I don't understand why. Yeah, people would want to have their picture made with a Grinch though. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not a nice person. He's I, Grinchy. Well, yeah. He said he's a dog lover. I said, no, he's not. He was mean to his dog. He was. That was the part that made me sad. Yeah, yeah. In the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dale, did he make it right at the end when his heart grew? Yeah. Pounded out of his chest? Well, that, there's grew that. Grew a conscience? He says, I said he was mean to his dog. Dale says, no, he took Max on a trip to town for Christmas and gave him uh, bags full of gifts. No, he did not. He even, remember, he had the little whip. It was like, and it got him right on his little rear end. I haven't seen the Grinch since, I think, the mid-70s. That's how far back. We also had a lot of people debating whether or not the uh, the phone call was real from the ditzy girl. Right. Guys, it, it, it was a real phone call, I'm telling you. Yeah. 
that was a real ditzy phone call. Mm-hmm. And somebody texted in and said, I overheard, I think it was Candy, said I overheard a conversation where an elderly man did not think his smartphone was very smart because it didn't have an 11 on it. So how was he supposed to call 911? Yeah. Yeah, true. I know. You got to push call. that one twice. Nine eleven. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, some things you just can't make up. Uh, did I take the to your home and fill dress? No, I did not, Dale. She, no. <laughs> I was just. She would have been late for the show. She literally walked in just, just before we went, went on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's a good thing I did because I should have had this article for Life Hack Thursday. What's that? Because I feel like it's important. Do you know how to reheat pizza? In the microwave. No, uh, that is not the best way to reheat pizza. It's probably not the best way to make it come out like it originally was. Right. Um, This was. This is out of Popular Science magazine. Okay, this ought to be good. Said we destroyed pizza, so you don't have to. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you want to take this call before we go into? Yeah, let's do this call, and then we'll go into our pizza story. You're on the morning jam. Hey, guys, you should never destroy a pizza, ever, ever. Well, they didn't you know? do it on purpose. They they destroyed them trying different methods to reheat the pizza, and then they came. Oh, now people are weighing in on oh, how yeah. you're supposed to reheat oh, pizza. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't I don't reheat pizza. I just eat it cold, you know, like the next day. So you're, you but still I, eat pizza like a, a 15-year-old boy. That's the way my boys ate pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. you know, what, what the heck going to waste the time heating it up? I'm going to just go right in and eat it. All right. But, you know, you know, but I, hey, I was listening to uh, Patrick David's top podcast just yesterday with Judge Joe Brown, and he said something that kind of threw me. Um, did you know that Barack Obama and George H. Bush were cousins? I did not know this, and I researched it, and it's actually true. You can Google it. And it comes right up, but uh, they 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 had the same uh, great great grandfather Samuel Hinckley. Hmm. And the weird thing is, they also can to John Hinckley, who killed or tried to. I knew that. Reagan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did know about That's, that uh, one. It's true. They they were they are kin people, and and another thing, I think George W. Bush, George H. Bush, was also a sniper in the military and he was actually in dallas the day that kennedy got killed so there's another fact all right yeah we'll, we'll look at this yeah, thanks, thanks for calling in this morning uh, according to the too. guardian um researchers at the new england historic genealogical society mm-hmm. uh, founded in 1845 said obama who is the son of a white woman from yes. kansas yeah we knew that and a black man from kenya mm-hmm. Uh, can call, which is why technically, if your mother's white, that's how you're classified. Oh, okay. Just you're not you you are associated with the mother. So he wasn't race. our first black president. Well, president. it depends on how you go through. Well, they said Bill Clinton was our first black president. Right. They literally did. He can call um, six U.S. presidents his cousins. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. To be specific, mm. both Bushes: Gerald Ford, mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson, Harry Truman, and James Madison. Oh, they're all from that same lineage? He's also related to Churchill. Wow. It said it investigated the bloodlines of the three presidentials. Uh, One of the oddest connections is that Obama is related to Brad Pitt and Hillary Clinton, (laughs) to Pitt's partner, Angelina Jolie. Wait a minute. Um, 
Are they all from West Virginia? So they're tenth cousins. Sorry, I had to I get mean, it in. I mean, come on, tenth yeah, cousins yeah. once removed. Right. I mean, we're all connected to you know Kevin Bacon, obviously. Yeah. Six degrees, whatever. But it is. I mean, it's interesting, but but hardly you know breaking bread at the Thanksgiving table with that one. Well, but, uh, speaking of connections, we got a couple of texts in. Of people said they heard salty yesterday on the Tom Sullivan show again. Mm. And that he dated strippers. What? What? They, well, we know we we found out during election season that Miss Salty worked the polls in more than one way. So we did know okay, we did well, know I, that. I, I don't know if if he was talking about her based on these texts that I'm getting. We're going to try to find the soundbite. All right, play it for you. Uh, back to the pizza. Oh yeah, it started with pizza. Didn't people it? are weighing in on yes how to reheat your pizza. Uh, Dr. Harp says a hairdryer. Really? I've heard that. A hairdryer? Well, it, it's it's in a situation. I mean, maybe in college. You're you're at a hotel. I've used irons before. There's no microwave. You had pizza the night before from Domino's. You want to heat it up the next morning. I've made grilled cheeses with an iron I, before. I've heard I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. So you take the uh, you know take the good old. Well, that would probably work on the pizza on the bottom side. Somebody's going to have to hold the iron upside down and just lay that pizza on there. Don't flip it over. Liz says an air fryer. A couple of people have said an air fryer. I will tell you that air fryer did make the list. Did it? Now, this is popular science. This, and this, is, this is popular. They're going to do it every which way but Sunday. Right. It says, many, we ruined some pizza, so you don't have to. I was going to say, how many boxes of pizzas did they go through in this test? Well, they, they said... Um, they wish pizza could last forever, but it doesn't. Um, they tracked down the most popular strategies, mm-hmm. bought a whole lot of pizza, and put them to the test. To truly understand pizza, they say you must understand how it dies. Do you want to go to break and come how back and do di- this? Yes. All right. Okay. So when we come back, how do you reheat your pizza? I would like to know that. But we're going to tell you how popular science says what they say is the best method. Okay. It is 716 here on this Friday. Don't forget to listen to The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I love penguins, right? They're so cute. They're just the best animal in the world. Which is why I'm kind of mad at Santa Claus. Because the penguins hang out with Santa all year round. And it's a penguin's dream to fly. They're like, we want to fly, we want to fly, you know? And Santa has the magical ability to make animals fly to guide his sleigh. And he's completely ignoring the penguins. We want to fly, we want to fly. He's like, you'll never fly. You know? Instead, he's importing reindeer from Canada. (laughs) And I don't know if you know this, but Canada is like the North Pole's Mexico. <laughs> so the penguins are like, they're stealing our jobs! You know? right? But they are up in arms, right? But they can't show it. 
that sink in. <laughs> Bill says penguins live at the South Pole. Do they not live at the North Pole either? I, I, I don't I'm not know. sure. I don't know. I just love She's the a fact comedian. She's not a scientist. That they're up in arms and they can't show it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about uh, pizza. People are kind of weighing in on, on how they think pizza should be uh, reheated. Right. I, it reminded me of... You remember back in the 80s where Domino's did, and and it was really responsible for Domino's becoming a major player in pizza, Hmm. was when they were like, we'll deliver it in 30 minutes or it's free. 30 minutes or less, yeah. Yeah, and it's free. And then then there were some accidents with some drivers. They had to cancel that uh, because people were trying to, you know, get there a little bit too quickly. You know, invented those cars that were ovens on wheels. Right, right. There is that. Well, it might be 30 minutes plus 30. But it's going to be warm when it gets to you, guaranteed. Okay. A lot of people are saying air fryer. Uh, Ben from Hurt says a spray of olive oil and broil in the oven slowly till the cheese starts to bubble. Mm. Not according to popular science. All right. We're going to start with the horrible methods that you don't ever want to use to reheat your pizza on up to what they refer to as the top tier. Premium methods um so basically all the worst ones just fall under the heading of microwave disasters yeah so they 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 say don't use the microwave at all the crust gets gummy yeah the uh the the pizza dries out it's just not good so regardless of the methods even the one with the mug in there with with it all that just don't don't do it the very worst way was just with it just to put it in a hot pan oh frying pan yeah that oh. is just if you just do that um it yeah it just doesn't it doesn't work because hmm. it just burns the bottom of the crust the top oh, doesn't get okay. ready and it's not I got good you. makes sense medium methods were like low and slow in the oven put it on a bake sheet cover it with aluminum foil 275 right. but it takes like 30 minutes oh, you could wow. like make a new pizza yeah, in less could, time like, go back to Domino's. yeah uh, they say if you must use a microwave, the microwave-oven combo isn't horrible. Okay. Um, you put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, then put it uh, on a tray in a cold oven, 350 degrees. When the oven says it's done preheating, take the pizza out. Okay. Uh, they said it did make it rubbery, though. They didn't love it. Uh, Straight-up rebaking, nah, also mediocre. All right. Air fryer, not not horrible. Um they they said the air fryer was was okay. All right. Uh, the problem with that one is you can only usually do like one slice at a time. Okay. And yeah. um, and they they say it's by far the fastest of the top tier methods. Um, but we're in the top tier now. You're in the top tier now. A uh, hot tray in a hot oven. Put your baking tray in the oven. Let it heat to 500 degrees. Um, you can line it with foil or, or parchment paper. Once it's reached the proper temperature, use an oven mitt to take the tray out, put your slices on it, okay. put it back, bake it for five minutes. If you do that, um, you have to let it cool a little bit, but you get a nice crispness. The cheese is melty mm-hmm. and almost as good as new. Uh, some okay. of the people testing thought that was the best, best method. All right. The overall best, best, best method was um, placing your cold pizza on a non-stick pan, not a cast iron pan, right. but a non-stick pan, and cooking it for two minutes over medium heat until the, the slice starts to get crispy. Then 
you pour less than a teaspoon of water into the pan as far from the piece as you can, cover it with the lid, turn it on low, and cook it for 60 seconds. And they say it's as close to a freshly made slice that you can get. And that doesn't sound like extreme efforts No, on that one. They they say it, it was very crispy the cheese was perfectly melted right and um and it was and it was timely right you know almost as timely as is using the crappy microwave method well that's that's it that's what i was thinking it just didn't mm-hmm. take a whole lot longer and they said the um that the air fryer part was fine but it got some things on top a little too crispy for some of the testers they didn't love that so now you know so if you put a piece of pizza that's Halfway like cardboard when it came from the original manufacturer. Well, I don't know how. You and you do put it so in the much. microwave. Right. It's going to come out worse than cardboard. Well, sounds like it or, could. And you know that's when your um, your thin crust mm-hmm. doesn't do very well in reheating because it will get super. Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty quickly. So yeah, you, it doesn't come out. What in the world? You got oh, somebody just hit me in the back. <laughs> oh, it's cold. Man, we got to start locking the door. Well, I had to leave it unlatched. He's here to pick up a, a computer that failed. So even for us, okay, we have computers that poop out sometimes. Yeah, usually mine. Production room pooped out yesterday. Okay, stop saying poop. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about parades and the things that you can take in this weekend. There are a lot of parades coming up. Uh, we have mentioned Amherst Parade. That's tonight at 630. Bedford Alta yeah. Vista is tomorrow. Uh, Bedford is a daytime parade at 11, Alta Vista at 5. Mm-hmm. The Lynchburg Christmas Parade is on Sunday at 4 p.m. Okay. Uh, Brook Neal and Buena Vista are doing their parades on December 7th at 7 p.m. Hmm. And December 9th is the Nelson Parade at 6. December 10th is the Rustburg and Gretna Parades. Rustburg's at 3, Gretna at 4.30. All right. So, yeah. A lot of parades to participate in. A lot of parades are going on, and and did you enjoy parades when you were a kid? Um, I went to the Chasco Fiesta Parade. Okay. It was in Newport Ritchie. I think they still do it. They do the boat parade. Okay. And that was a lot of fun because we the first two years I lived on a channel, so the boat parade went right by the backyard. Oh wow, that was fun. And uh, I, I will say that I I do miss parades where you had legit full-blown like floats floats and stuff yeah i i really miss that um and you used to and i I don't know if you could still do or not but used to there were these companies that you could rent a float and i know they brought them into lynchburg they were most of them were out of uh, carolina okay and so they would be these beautifully decorated floats and all you had to do was pop your people up there yeah, hook your truck to it and go huh? yeah and and that well that that was even part of the rental oh wow was they would do that for you and the floats were so beautiful mm. but i don't know when was the last time and where were you that you were at a christmas parade where there were really good floats 434-248-0704 if you can remember Gosh, the last I, time i really can't I, I mine was probably bristol yeah it was probably when we were in bristol was the last time i think when i worked for spirit long time ago in the 90s there were part of a parade that there were some floats and yeah. some sometimes they would even you know people would even make the homemade floats and they they mm-hmm. look good but it's yeah. expensive to do that it's yeah. almost cheaper to rent the 
Really? You know, and then having the marching bands, you know, getting the marching bands in. And, you know, I've been to some parades around here, well, in Lynchburg, where they didn't have, they didn't have bands. They didn't have floats. It was just Mm -hmm. like one dump truck after another. (laughs) It's like, what kind of parade is this? I don't know. It's a harvest festival parade. Oh, well, well, maybe. (laughs) But it's funny because lots of times some of your better parades are in those, those little, little hometown, small Places. Having rotten tomatoes thrown at them, they throw rotten tomatoes out to the crowd. Well, <laughs> well, you don't know what you don't know. Well, true. If you've never experienced a parade like that, or even decorations, yeah, like they don't decorate downtowns like they used if, to. If, pr- I don't care to go to the Macy's Day Parade ever. No, but I would go to the Tournament of Roses Parade. My that, mother to me is an amazing parade because of what they do with the she flowers. She loved the she loved the rose yeah. parade. That's why my dad bought a uh, color television set. Oh, so she could see it so in that living mother color. Could see them. Wow. Yeah, that'd be one because I love watching how they built them and they do all that backstory stuff. To me, that's because they don't have a big window to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to get these puppies on there with so many days of shelf life on them before the before the parade. It's 7.31. CBS News Brief coming up. Kimberly McBroom from WDBJ7, our CBS affiliate. We'll have some news stories, Janet, and I'll be back with some more Friday funnies and some stories for you. And Matt Ferguson coming up with a forecast. 35 degrees in Appomattox, 34 in Amherst, 37 in Salem and Roanoke, 35 in Danville, Bedford, and in Lynchburg. 7.35, the guy you just heard, we want to critique his forecast but we're going to do it live with our own Matt Ferguson. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, my friend. So, well, hey, we got a lot going on tonight and even tomorrow, too, as oh, yeah. far as sports and some weather. Well, let's unpack some of that. Yeah, am I going to get wet at the parade? That's what I want to know. Am I going to freeze? Right, so, which, so, so which parade are you Are you talking about the Amherst parade yes. tonight? Mm-hmm. All right, that, I, I'll be up there as well. It's going to be chilly but it's not going to be freezing cold I, I remember last year it was pretty cold this year 40s and maybe a little bit of drizzle but i think for the most part it's going to be mostly dry with uh, lots of clouds around but not a lot of widespread precipitation like we will see early afternoon today well, it can, can certainly handle the cold but yeah the the rain puts a different spin on it you know, even I though we know. need rain. Does Lynchburg, <laughs> Lynchburg's finest have a float or are you going to fly in on our weather helicopter? What's going on? <laughs> well, uh, I'm just there to, to, to be a spectator. Oh, okay. Uh, our, our church is in Amherst or, or actually moving to Amherst. Okay. It's called Day Spring Ministries oh, and okay. we are setting it up up there at the old Wells Fargo building. Oh, okay. And we're excited to open up and have our church there at the beginning of the year, actually. So is that right there uh, where the Sheets and Exxon is right there? Is that that intersection? or? It's uh, You go on uh, through downtown, mm-hmm. and it's uh, near the Dollar General or Main, Main Street area. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. You know, yeah, Wells Fargo building. Gotcha. It's going to be Day Spring Ministries. Well, huh. neat. Well, congratulations. So, mm-hmm. so Matt, I'm going to the game tonight here in Lynchburg. You know, we're we're hoping for a uh, a very hot Flames performance when it comes to oh, off, offense and defense. But what do you think we're looking at? You know, from that seven to nine thirty, ten o'clock period. 
Well, the, the good news right now, the storm system that's moving in at the moment is actually moving into a lot of dry air. So we're not going to be dealing with a lot of rainfall today. And so as we head into the evening hours, it looks like the storm system's pretty much out of here other than cloud cover. Uh, if you are heading to the game, you definitely want a jacket because mm-hmm. it will be in the 40s, of course. But um, also, I'm not sure if they let you bring in towels, but it might be a good idea to bring those just yeah. in case you got to dry off the feet sure. before you sit down. But I think for the most part, most of the rain will be gone uh, by 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, there could be a little bit of drizzle, but nothing uh, a flames fl- a fan can't handle yeah that's what, for sure my understanding is as long as you have a clear plastic bag that you're bringing it in that they can look through okay. and that kind of thing you should be okay they may want to pull it out make sure you don't have, have something you know, wrapped up in you know, it have yeah. something wrapped in mm-hmm. it like a you know a hot dog or something that you know <laughs> hot dog yes i'm sure they're worried about the those outside hot dogs coming in <laughs> matt while we got you got you on the line you know we, we had you in to talk you know about the the actual forecast for the winter any any changes um, in what we would maybe be looking at in the next ten days or so? Just kind of give us um, a, a little as forecast of now, there. As of now, um, not looking seasonal, but looking long range. So out the next ten to fifteen days, looks typical weather as we head through the first part of December. So we're looking at highs mainly in the fifties, overnight lows in the thirties and twenties okay. with. Uh, partly sunny skies over the next several days, and also um, the chance of some rain, but it doesn't look like we're going to see a, a downpour like we did, you know, a couple of weeks yeah. ago with all of that much-needed rain that we did see. Yeah. Let's let's talk about, let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about the, the forecast for December and January when it comes to wanting to put your house on the market. Are these good or bad times to put your put your hat in that ring as a seller or buyer <clears throat> well typically uh that it, it's pretty much an easy answer there but this year it's kind of a crazy answer because the the inventory as far as houses on the market is still so very low so typically typically i would say yes put your house on the market through the winter months because there's low inventory and Real buyers out there looking to buy a house, well, you got a good chance of getting one of those, but and, and not much competition. But this year, there's been low inventory all fall and into the winter. So that's why if you are interested in putting your home on the market, you're still getting um, a, a really good price for what you put out there. You can't overprice it, mm-hmm. but fair market value or maybe a little bit higher, you're definitely seeing those transactions take place with the houses that are put on the market. And that's simply because the inventory is so low. So just basic economics here. Right. And and the reason we ask for those of you who are saying, why would you ask the weatherman about real estate? Well, <laughs> that, that's uh, that's really your, your gig along with your wife. And, uh, you know, you've got some great realtors and brokers working with you all if you want to put your house up they uh, will work with you help you stage it they will also even you know kind of say this is what you need to do you may have to have put into place a two to three uh, part plan to get you ready to sell the house and you guys do all that 
Absolutely. And, 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 you know, of course, I'm a little biased here, but my wife, Betsy Ferguson, along with her business partner, Yvonne Jansen, they're mm-hmm. both brokers. Yeah. They know the business. They know contracts in and out. And they are absolutely fantastic to uh, contact and, and, and get a hold of if you're interested in buying or selling. There's so many times that, that in, in this business, we see folks that go with a friend or family member and we see their house sells and they leave so much money on the table just because the friend or family member didn't really know the industry as well as people who are in it day after day after day, which yeah. my wife and Yvonne are doing so. So uh, that that's why Lynchburg's finest is what we call it. It's our name. Mm-hmm. How do you get to, in real estate. to uh, your website there, Matt? It is at lynchburgsfinest.com it's easily just go there and you can fill out the information and we would be more than happy and honored to help you in your selling and buying process well matt as always we, we appreciate what you do for us on a daily basis and you do such a good job I, I your voice is one of the first voices that i hear when i get in the studio because I'm downloading your forecast and getting it into the systems. And you always have that smile coming through on the radio, (laughs) even if it's not so good of a forecast. So thanks for what you do and your gift set, bud. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, it's been years and years of uh, being on somewhere in the mornings, and the best thing to do is at least, if it's bad weather, at least try to give each other, everybody, just that positive feeling as you're heading out the door right and, and that's you, what i try to do and you accomplish that my and friend you do yeah well you and betsy and yvonne have uh, a great weekend and we will catch up with you later bud all right yep y'all do the same matt ferguson our in-house staff meteorologist here mm-hmm. at the virginia talk radio network or so pleased to have him as part of our, our team so it looks like i don't need an umbrella but i may need some long johns yeah hmm yeah okay so what's Snoopy wearing? Because I hear Snoopy's on your. On, well, it's he's gonna ride it's a, with you. I got a cartoon theme, so yeah, he yeah. he's just wearing his little Christmas vest and his hat, and then uh, Andrea and I will have on our little. We got our little white first stoles and our our little. I have. I may or may not have a Santa hat with a little princess crown on it. Okay. It's a true story. You, are you? Do you all have a sound system? Or yeah, something? we're actually gonna, gonna be singing. You're gonna sing. I mean, although I think we're put close to fire trucks i don't know if anybody would be able to hear us oh, it'll yeah. probably just be bah, 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 bah. those yeah. those are loud horns a little bit loud this is a song i don't know we... i don't know what short straw we pulled for that <laughs> one but well I don't know apparently either. we pulled one it's 744 it's the song we featured earlier in the week that uh, janet found and and uh, we got it carded up for you it's a uh, diddly squat christmas yeah that'll that'll bring us out of the break but first Uh we got to get to our five and nine which i apparently want to blow by every day i don't know why because you know (laughs) how much i I love to eat i know it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight five and dine is brought to you by our friends at fnl market they're on memorial avenue in lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check Around the holidays, I always like to have uh, something a little different for 
gatherings. Uh, I did a pork tenderloin along with our turkey for Thanksgiving. There was mm. not a bite of it left. I had turkey left over. Right. I had no pork loin left over. FNL always has a great deal on pork loins. This is a Mediterranean stuffed pork tenderloin. Oh, wow. yeah. Definitely holiday worthy. Mm. You're going to preheat your oven to 425 and then uh, in a skillet, you're going to add some uh, pepper flakes and you're going to put in your, your garlic and just saute that for about 30 seconds. Then you're going to put in your spinach, allow that to wilt and uh, season it up a little bit. And you're going to add in some chopped tomatoes and feta cheese and that's going to be your stuffing. Then you're going to combine balsamic, olive oil, mustard, rosemary, lemon zest, garlic, salt, and pepper in a small bowl. And you're going to take your tenderloin, you're going to cut it down the middle, leaving just about a half an inch intact, and you're going to lay it flat. I even take my, uh, I'll cover it with parchment and pound it with the, the meat mallet just to kind of get it a little bit thinner. Then you're going to spread that spinach mixture evenly down the center of the loin, fold the top half back, and use some butcher string to tie it together. Uh, after you stuff it with that spinach mixture. Then you're going to place that loin into a roasting pan and you're going to take that um, that oil and garlic and herb mixture and you're going to completely coat that tenderloin and then you're going to uh, get it all over the top. Roast that tenderloin for 15 minutes at the higher temperature. Then you're going to reduce it to 375 and roast it for another 30 minutes. You want to bring your uh, pork loin to 145 do not take it above 145 or it'll be dried out mm. and then you're going to cover it with foil and let it rest for 10 minutes and you'll be surprised at how beautiful it is and how it looks like oh, you went man. to a really uh, a lot of trouble and it you did it looks didn't. like an expensive restaurant dish right there it does and you are like the big hero yeah. but it was so easy to do mm. i'm going to put this on our, our facebook go to facebook type in janet's five and dine and become part of the conversation i love talking to you guys and chatting with you on there um and you'll get this recipe along with all of them brought to you by fnl market memorial avenue lynchburg where their meats are cut above before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb Oh, I just got a message from old St. Nick Way up in Christmas land And he says that the toys for good girls and boys Are being made as planned There's a truck for little Billy And a dolly for Molly dear But you ain't getting diddly squat Cause you really messed up this year <laughs> Yes! That's a much dun, dun, dun. cooler version of I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> Mommy and Daddy are mad. Yeah. I love that song. I think that's so it's fun. fun. It's yeah. a fun song. We have a lot of fun songs that we're going to be doing at uh, Christmas on the Ridge. Live from Rose Ridge has a very special show coming up on the 16th and 17th of December at Second Stage in Amherst. We are doing two shows. The October show sold out. I suspect the December ones will as well because we are doing It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Now, we have two shows this time. We do have two shows. Now, typically, the radio portion 
the, mm-hmm. the radio drama portion is about 30 minutes long because it's okay. based on those 1940s, 30. Ra- this one is about an hour long. Okay. So we do have some fantastic music at, at the front end. Lou Taylor is going to be playing. Gene Temple's going to be joining us. Fantastic guitar player. Um, Max Doss going to be playing uh, upright. So got a nice little jazz trio there. Andrea Plunkett's going to be singing uh, The Man with the Bag and I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Livingston is going to be doing Merry Christmas, Marry Me. We've okay. got an Andrew Sisters medley of Christmas songs mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing. Um, I'll be singing Just for Kevin. Just for Kevin? I'm going to be wow. singing Wow. Um, what Are You Doing New Year's Eve, okay. which is uh, some, one that the Carpenters did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be doing that one, and we're just going to, and we're going to have some, uh, you know, to tell the Christmas story as well. It's going to be a fantastic show, wonderful musicians, and then it's a wonderful life. It's a show that the whole family can take in. We mm-hmm. do hope that you'll come. You can go to secondstageamherst.org and find out your ticket information, or you can text me directly and I can send you a link, 434-248-0704. To those of you who have already bought your tickets, I genuinely do thank you because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. That goes into these shows. And, you know, people say that they want to have shows like this, good family friendly shows. Sure. um, But you've got to support them if you want them. Yeah. So uh, if we want places like Second Stage to stick around, we've got to show our support. Sure. So thank you for those of you who've done that. There's so many choices Mm -hmm. for to do for Christmas this year. Yeah. Uh, We've got the Bluff Walk lights mm-hmm. which you've walked right yeah yeah twice yeah said it was i'm going to take nice. uh, my niece next week and we're going to go uh walk them but you've got the trees of hope at the uh parson uh pearson cancer, cancer center. center yeah mm-hmm. uh, bedford area welcome center has their festival of trees hotel roanoke fashions for evergreens uh liberty lake in bedford they have the uh, christmas lights to dis- display the old elks home there in uh, bedford as well natural bridge state park if you're wanting to take that in tree of life ministries uh, in roanoke christmas display on church street and appomattox um, there's just so much to, to take in and then my friends at legacy wealth management which are on, which are on english tavern road they have a display you can go through as well hmm. so lots and lots of places to go and take in some things all over town so okay so um, I'm trying to do two things at once. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we had somebody text us and say uh, Salty had called in. I was listening on another set of headphones. Let me get my real ones Oh, on. for Tom Sullivan? Yeah, uh, that Salty dated strippers. Oh. So didn't know that about the old well, boy. Well, I mean, he, ta- he did reference working the polls. Okay, well, remember that this, at, well, at that's, the yes, election, Miss Salty. I thought that hinted at a, you know, yeah, so another this side. This is apparently a part of it. Yeah, but really, Tom, that's not why I called you. Actually, uh, sparked a couple old memories in Salty's brain. It still works a little firing off, even yeah. with the old uh, marijuana days. Oh. Uh, you know, I dated a couple strippers. Tom, you was talking about strippers earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, did you? Salty did. Did you? Salty didn't have much. Didn't have much success, Tom. Uh, yeah. His first gal, yeah, her name was Sylvia. Her, her stage name was Rump Roast. Uh, use your imagination. Um, <laughs> that, that thing didn't last very long. About no. Days. 
thought yeah. it was the roast last in the refrigerator. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got you got to throw them out at some point. Um, yeah, I second gal. Did, did did you ever have a did you for a year, Tom? Oh my gosh, a whole year. Yeah, uh, she was a great cook. Her stage name was Taste of Honey, and she had some real sweet moves, you know. Yeah. Oh Lord! Thing, it came to an end, you see. When her boyfriend got out of jail, uh, his name was Tiny. And, Tom, my experience in life is anybody named Tiny is anything but that. Yeah. He was every bit of 350 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> usually Tiny is a big man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you, did so, you ever- so Salty uh, dating a couple strippers in, mm-hmm. his, uh, in his background there. Yeah. All right. You have to ask him about that. Yeah. yeah. Miss Salty knows that. I'm going to text him. She does now. I need to. I need to text him and see what the deal is. Well, I'm telling you, I do remember. I don't think I made that up. I'm pretty sure he referenced that. You know, maybe in 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 the past, um, (laughs) she had some experience working the polls, and I don't think we were talking about like you know electoral polls. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, salty. uh, He's had. He's lived a complicated life, Mark. Okay, you know. I, hey, I'm just I'm just going by what somebody said, and uh-huh. felt like we should expose that. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. Ever they always keep us. He can't slip in and be on the Sullivan Show and us not know about it. I know. There's too many people listening. Hmm. To to the station, they like them some Tom Sullivan. So, anyway. So I had made the comment about. Um, them che- the you're talking about them checking bags yeah for- yeah you have to have the clear bags so uh-huh. see what's inside them and i said uh i said i don't think they're they're going to be looking for a hot dog somebody texted in and said believe it or not um bringing food in is what they're looking for oh really uh they don't want to pay real price they want you to pay inflated Stadium prices for oh, food. Oh, the concession stand. Uh, they yeah. do look for a few other things, but that's not the main cause. Uh, I've asked the question. Really? They're not looking for, like, weapons and things. I think that's what they're looking for. It would make sense. I mean, does the, it say no outside food and drink? You know, I, Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't allow, I wouldn't allow people to bring that. in drinks yeah. because people would slip vodka in. <laughs> true. I'm just saying. This is true. Ask me how I know. This is true. Um, I caught a lady uh, sneaking in alcohol mm-hmm. in a baby bottle oh you're kidding Mm-mm. oh how low can you go there no no nah. and, well there was no baby i was like that something's weird with that so we were like going through things and i'm like well you, you you've got water can you shake it and like you've make got it water and uh, dribble on your arm a little bit there and, oh well yeah it, yeah that was not nope yeah That's no the minute i the minute i asked her to proof. open it up um she just handed it over right folded like a cheap card table right you know it's a, people get very creative oh yeah absolutely of course you know i can't throw too many stones we all know about the cruise smuggling i did back in 2019 <laughs> so that was pre-covid cruising huh? it was pre-covid cruising and i was really good at it wow uh-huh. you have to take some notes i know i do have a cheat sheet if anybody needs to some help with that just saying i did not know (laughs) learning all kinds of things about people today i know abc or abc cbs news coming up at the top of the hour bill trufiero from the roanoke news desk coming up 
You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 FM and 